Hey everybody, Jason here. I want to put a quick disclaimer before this episode. I refer to the political issues and all these things together as culture wars at one or two points in this episode. And, you know, in hindsight, and after talking to some people offline, um, specifically Laren, I want to call out because we've talked about this a little bit. The culture wars was a, a bad way to term it. It, 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 dehumanifies, behumifies, is that a word? It, um, it, it effectively makes it seem like less than it is, right? But you have human rights issues, you have other issues, and, and you have various political issues, and to lump them together as culture wars, and, and to lump abortion in with that makes, it, it, it kind of seems like it tones it down and makes it seem less important or more trivial, and at no point do I want to make abortion or, or the arguments to or fro around that is a trivial thing because I don't think it is. So I want to apologize up front. I'm not going to re-record the episode, but I am going to throw this disclaimer up front. I also want to make it clear that I'm not actually defending DeSantis or Venger here. My intent is to rail against corporate forays into the political sphere. Um, So that is the issue to me is corporations getting involved in the political sphere because, you know, there might be one issue that they're doing it in a way you like, but most of the times they get in there, it's for their own corporate greed. And I'd rather have them not in there at all. As far as Venger goes, though, you know, he apparently now it's come out, he knew that his product had things that violated one drive through or one bookshelf drive through RPGs content restrictions. So, you know what, fuck him. If he knowingly violated their content rules anyway, then that's a different story. It doesn't change my feelings that they, that I don't like them taking sides and only publishing materials on one side of an issue or the other, but it it doesn't change. So again, I'm not defending him. It's the concept, not the specific example. People get wrapped up around the specific examples and I'm talking big ideas. I'm not talking specific examples. Let me give you one one bookshelf's product content rules, by the way. Neither your work description nor any promotional material, including blog posts or press releases, may contain racist, homophobic, discriminatory, or other repugnant views, overt political agendas or views, depictions or descriptions of criminal violence against children, which is what Avengers had, rape or other acts of perversion or other obscene material without the express written permission of one bookshelf. So he also had an overt political agenda because he talked about Roe versus Wade in the beginning of his document. Um, Obviously, I'm assuming your reproductive rights bundles and the products pushing, you know, those political agendas have expressed written permission from one bookshelf. And I can't not think there are a shitload of products up there that have descriptions of criminal violence against children, right? I, well, I don't know. I guess maybe not. Just because you put a child in danger because a, a monster eats and kills kids, I guess the, the key here is depictions or descriptions of criminal violence. So I guess if you don't go into detail, maybe you skirt that rule. I don't know. I'm not a content creator, and I haven't spoken with one bookshelf about this, but... Anyway, my point here is just to tell you and clarify, I'm not defending 
DeSantis and Venger in these specific situations, um, mainly looking at corporate influence in areas I don't think they should be. I make a comment about prisons and, you know, private prisons, and I never connect the dots on that. My problem with private prisons is the idea that they're holding power the government agency should have. I don't like corporations having the power that government should have. The same with the special, you know, control zone Disney had in Florida, where they kind of self-manage that area. I've got problems with that, too. Um, not necessarily because of statements Disney made, but just the idea that a company is doing government things. That bothers me. That's a, That's the big part. I have an issue with that part. Anyway, go, go listen to all these calls. Some great calls by a bunch of great people. Well, pockets up a beer or a cold libation. Let me tell you how I wrote this little thing. I went and took a call from brother Jason, and he tells me that he has a little dream. He says he needs a backwards intro to begin his podcast, and I ask him, what you got? He said, I'll start up with some talking and some moody clips of popcorn fighting, fantasy explorations and some groundless exploitation, kickstarts that I'm watching and some blind unboxing, full month horror movie marathon. Sometimes I'll let the dogs come on, contests and of course you know it's all about games. I said, slow down, let's just start with the name. It's the Nerds RPG Variety. Welcome back to Nerds RPG Variety Cast. I'm your host, Jason. This show is all responses to my political editorial. If you don't care about American politics or you don't want to hear about politics and gaming, then maybe you shouldn't listen to the show. Next episode will be the Nicola, be the award show for the Nicolas Cage contest. So if you're not interested in politics, just stop listening now and come back next time. That'll be on Friday... May 27th. Friday, May 27th, I will play the, all the entries to the Nick Cage contest and announce the winner. So definitely come back Friday, May 27th. If you do want to hear responses to my editorial, then you're, you're about to. Let, let, for anybody, if you missed the political editorial, I'll sum it up really quickly. I, I was a little bit ham-fisted in the way I said it, which you'll hear in some of these responses. And, and that's valid because I did not pre-write it. And I should have. But effectively, one bookshelf had removed a title that Venger put up, Venger Satanus put up. And the title he put up was a pro-life title. And they, of course, one bookshelf has a number, drive-through RPG, has a number of, bun, bun, I think they have bundles up for reproductive rights, but they definitely have products that are pro-reproductive rights up there. And, you know, his product was removed because somebody complained, but... It really wasn't any – there are definitely other things on one bookshelf, on drive-thru RPG. They're much more offensive than what he had in that product. So, you know, the problem is and, – and now his product has been pulled for review, and that hasn't been resolved yet. So it might get put back up. We'll see. So we're not saying that – so this is just kind of an editorial and me saying, you know, it feels icky. We'll see what they do because if they pick one side or the other, if they pick the – reproductive rights side, and we're not going to publish any pro-life stuff, that is their right to do, but because they're the big boy in the block, because they sell more PDFs than anywhere else, right, then by taking a stance in the American culture and political wars, now they're effectively saying, we only want these kind of people to buy from us. We, these kind of people, we don't want to be our customers, 
right? And, and, and I find that problematic for the company to take that stance. I'm not saying they can't take that stance. And actually, I have no issue with them putting a banner up top saying we support reproductive rights or whatever. But I kind of don't like the idea of them only selling products for one side of an issue because that can go to other issues. And I'm not saying that, you know, here's a, here's a spoiler for the end of the show. I'm not saying that other political issues are on the same level as abortion or anything, but, you know, it, it's the same for any other political issue, even a lesser political issue, right? So regardless of political issue, I, I, I don't want to see them taking, if, if something is not illegal Right. If a product's not encouraging somebody to do illegal behavior, then I, I kind of don't want them seem ban. I don't want them banning it because it's on one side or the other side of a of a political issue in the current culture wars. But that's just me, and I'm not saying they don't have the right to do it. But that's kind of what the editorial was about, and these are responses to that. So I'll clip quit blathering, and you can hear from my callers. I love that your political rant was about not getting political. <laughs> so, yeah, just so you know, I am against companies influencing politics right like i don't like it it it's it's the same thing with campaign donations i don't think corporations should have any say in american politics but they're treated like people and given the same rights as human beings which is batshit insane so yeah i'm 100 percent with you and one of the things I like and admire most about you, dude, is that you could say, hey, I don't like this thing, but I'm willing to defend the right to do it when that right is something that should be had. That's it's a goddamn admirable trait, man. Anyway, peace out. I don't know, Joe. The, the concept of graft and, and, and political influencing and, and all that so baked into the system. I, I don't know that I see a world where corporations can't have political action committees and contribute to to politicians. I'm not saying it's a bad idea that you have, but I, I, I kind of think they would still find a way to do it. It just wouldn't be so overt. One advantage of letting them do it is you can track what monies these corporations are funneling into different politicians, Right where if we ban that, they would still bribe them. They would still be doing all the same shit. We just wouldn't know how they're doing it. At least not. it wouldn't be as obvious. I mean, obviously, they're, they're still doing it under the table and still doing it with, you know, all kinds of bad things. But at least some of it's more obvious now. You can track some of the money, at least. If, if we didn't let them do it, you, you, know, you know, all the money would be under the table. So maybe I'm just um, jaded. <laughs> or is it realistic? I, I will say that I, I definitely am in favor of people's rights to speak up and and have their opinion and 
I'll defend those rights whether I agree with them or not, right? So it's funny because I'm actually defending two different things in that political editorial. I'm defending Venger's right to publish the game he wants, which, to be fair, nobody's trying to stop him from publishing his game. That wasn't what the it was about. But even if I don't like him, I you know, that doesn't mean I don't think he should be allowed to publish things, right? And at the same time, I'm defending drive through RPG one bookshelf's right to only carry the products they want to, even if I don't like them doing that, right? I, I'm not, I've never said that what they're doing is illegal or shouldn't be allowed, because like I say, they're not a monopoly, but I do find it a troubling proposition when you're the big boy in the block, when your actions affect you know, the industry as a whole, and you take a stance on an American political issue, then I think you're sending a clear message of who you want your customers to be and who you don't want your customers to be. And I think it just further divides in the community instead of pulls it together. But I've never said that they, but I would, de I definitely defend their right to do that. Hell, I, you know, I, I'm not a fan of American Nazis, but I very much defend American Nazis' right to get a parade permit like everybody else and march down the street. And, you know, if somebody decides to dr drive a car through the protest, then, okay, maybe that Blues Brothers reference isn't as, isn't as funny after Charlottesville, is it? Okay, see, this is why I don't talk politics. And yes, I realize I'm being hypocritical and nonsensical here because I'm saying I don't like the idea of one bookshelf not selling products from one side, but I'm okay with them advertising they support one side. So yeah, I, I agree. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I think there's a difference between voicing, hey, we support this side of the argument and then putting your company's weight behind supporting that kind. I, I, I guess it sh probably should be one or the other only, right? But I, what can I say? I'm a human, which means I'm complicated and I uh, don't always have to make sense. So it's it's what it is. And, you know, as far as that, I should probably cut that Illinois Nazi joke out of there, but I'm not going to. It'll be something I, I no doubt regret. Kind of like Sam Elliott has to be regretting some of his choices over the years, right? We, we look back at Sam Elliott, and, and, you, and you look at some of these things that he's done over the years, and you have to wonder how much he regrets that. Um, so, for example, the 1976 film Lifeguard that he did, that he starred in, one of his first starring roles in a film, and, and it did pretty good in the theaters. You know, it also has a young Ann Archer in there. But in the Lifeguard, he plays this 30-some-year-old lifeguard, and he's going through like this midlife crisis because everybody's giving him, you, you know, trouble for because he's just a lifeguard and he doesn't have a real job. But he ends up sleeping with like this high school sophomore half his age, right? And you know, definitely no, no quite. And even the movie they talk about, you know, it's definitely statutory rape as you know all this stuff. But the movie's just like oh ho ho hum. It just happens because in the seventies that's okay. And um, you know, you look at back now and you're like ew icky, right? You know, that's not okay. And the same thing in, and it wasn't just the 70s thing, in, it, it, it continued up through the 90s, in 92, when he's in a television film, Fugitive Nights, Danger in the Desert, which is a adaptation of a book. He, he's supposed, he's kind of a sporting character there, but he's hired 
by this retired detective, female detective, and she and he takes her and he intentionally gets her drunk and effectively he effectively spikes her drink for all practical purposes in this in this movie because he takes her to this restaurant that's like a mile high restaurant or something and the waitress is like you, you know the alcohol is twice as effective up here and he's like oh yeah I know it's okay you know and he, and he keeps plying her with drinks you know it's effectively date rape really and and she even calls him out and then he keeps making excuses about it you know oh I was drunk too and uh, you know you look back at that now and you're like damn Sam Elliott now let me be clear. Sam Elliott, the man, didn't do these things. It's things that characters Sam Elliott played did, right? But you, but you have to imagine he's looking back at those character choices he made and thinking, "Man, I'm associated with that character, and that that's not cool." And and I may feel that way in, in the future about things I say too, but it doesn't mean I'm gonna scrub it out of my podcast. Um, but that's a story for a future episode because I have some calls from Colin about that. But I don't want to weigh into that right now. So let's go to our next caller. Hey, Jason. I am going to take the bait. I do appreciate your rant, but I'm going to say that one bookshelf has the right to sell what they want to sell. Um, and if they're biased, they're biased. It's a private company. Um, if they are, owned, are traded publicly, then the... Uh, People that own the stocks can vote whether that um, will happen or not. Or if they don't, they're not the voting type, well, they can sell their stock, right? So, but it is within the rights of a company to do that. Just like it's within the right of Governor DeSantis to uh, try to uh, punish Disney for speaking out against his political stance. Um, So it is a free country and uh, you have the First Amendment rights. Corporations are citizens, according to the Supreme Court now, so uh, they're protected under that, and uh, they will suffer the consequences if they do or not, if there are any consequences, right? So, um, oh well. Hey, Carl, thank you for the feedback. Really appreciate you taking time out to call. Um, I, As you know, I never said that One Bookshelf didn't have a right to do what they're doing, and people have options to... You know, go around them, sell at other stores, things like that. But we, we've kind of covered that. I think the, <laughs> you, you know, you mentioned the thing with DeSantis and Disney. And, and yeah, I think that's interesting. And, and I, I don't want this podcast to turn into discussion of that. I, even though I am interested kind of in Taylor's opinion on that and other people in Florida's opinion on that. So Disney is important in Florida. Disney, well, important. Disney is influential, right? They they hire and have political influencers on their staff. They have people that try to sway the legislator to pass bills, you know, for things that they approve of and in their best interests. Whether that's the best interest being the way they get taxed, or the best interest in those kind of things, or in this case, they're, you know, pushing a, a certain political opinion, right? And what the governor, DeSantis, basically said is we're not going to stand up and have a corporation try to influence our local political laws. And what, whether you agree with this particular political issue or not, I think that's important. And, and actually, I, you know, I support stripping away Disney's special status and having them fall under... The, the rules is everywhere else. I don't think they should have their own little corporate domain there where their corporation runs the local government, right? I, I don't think so. 
Mind you, I'm also the guy that doesn't like private prisons, right? I, I don't like the idea of privately owned prisons. Um, so, but, so it's tough. You, you know, and, and the thing is, whether you agree with this particular issue or not that they're fighting over, this particular law that got passed, I, I think it was a law that got passed, and, and, and then they, they waited till it became the law before they spoke out, right? And then, and then he said, you're not going to use your political influence to try to, you know, change our, lo- our laws. Um, and, and that's kind of where this fight started, I think. I, I haven't followed it super closely. But, you, you know, the thing is, whether you agree with this particular stance or not, you know, what's to stop Roxanne Corp from saying, well, we're going to use our political influence to change the laws in your state to put a toxic waste facility in your backyard, right? We're, we're going to mow down, you know, we're going to use our influence to make it so they're not going to be any more national parks or whatever, right? So, you, you know, the, the problem with corporations getting into politics and corporations using their influence to buy votes and to change local laws is sometimes that'll be something you like, but a lot of times it's going to be ultimately corporations are for what? The bottom dollar, the bottom line. And that's fine and dandy, but when they use their power to push local politics to help their bottom line, in the end, the public is probably going to lose out more often than not. So I I, I kind of think in principle, if you strip away the specific issues and Think about it just being, are we going to let this corporation have a ton of power to influence local laws? It's hard not to side with DeSantis. And I'm again, I'm not saying taking a side on what they're talking about in Florida as much as the idea of corporations affecting and having the ability to influence laws. Mind you, they've got that ability. That's what political action committees are. That's what all these you know, advisors and all the stuff in Washington. And like I was talking in Joe's call, the graft, right? Where, you know, we have it all the time where politic or corporations are pushing to get laws passed. You got big pharma, you've got all this stuff, right? And, and, and so that, that's the thing. I mean, it's, you, you don't want the corporations to have this kind of power. And so, so it's, it's kind of a thorny issue. It's a tricky issue because, you know, because the other problem is Disney also pushes for, you know, all these har- these trademark laws and, and IP laws and, you know, the idea of extending out the rights for, for characters. You know, one of the copyright issues, something we bump up into with the RPG space, you know, which lo- which creatures from the Lovecraft mythos do we have access to in, in public domain or not? Public domain issues, well, Disney is a big mover and shaker in, in those those arenas as well, right? So, and and if they have the right, you know, to influence laws on those things, again, you know, if we let corporations influence laws and policy, then usually they're going to use that power to influence it for the company's benefit and the public's, you, you know, probably not for the public's benefit, not for the benefit of the little guy. So, is it better not to let them use it at all? I, I would probably veer that way myself. But anyway, it's an interesting topic, and I appreciate your calling in, Carl. Thank you very much. As for politics, Jason, you you know, we, there's no escaping it. Politics is life. To say you don't want to talk about politics, really, if you don't, you're not actually talking about anything when, when push comes to shove. And as for one bookshelf... 
you, you got it right. It's their company. They are going to make their decisions based on commercial pressures and decisions that they made about their their customer base and their audience. And I guess if they have, if they're drawn on something, they go where the money is. I I suspect there's nothing more to it than that. Um, and I can understand how you don't like it. I. I would like to see a more a balanced and neutral position from the big players, but you know who am I to dictate? Um, yeah, so yeah, it, it's frustrating. Take care, mate. Catch you later. Hey, Colin, thank you so much. And you know, yes and no. It, yes, you can look at the view that everything's politics, but I think most of us, when we say we don't want politics, this is a discussion going on over at the RPG Pub Forum. For those of you who are still wanting to look at old style forums on the internet, and they got they have a no political rule, but obviously politics still creeps in, and so there's a big discussion in the site and community rules section there about no politics right now and what that really means. But ultimately, to me, what that means is a couple posters have said in that thread, you, you know, it means to keep the culture wars out. So. Uh, you know, we've talked on this show for a long time about a lot of things, you know, 350-some episodes. But have we sat here and tried to influence people? Have I tried to influence people on how they vote? Have I tried to influence people on issues, right? No, and, and that's what I mean. I mean, you can look into, you, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I've come out against, you, you know, what we'll style Soviet communism, right? And, and is Carl caught into hindsightless, you know, Soviet-style communism and, and China, Maoist-style communism is not the same thing as, you know, Karl Marx's idealized communism, which I don't think is possible with human beings in the real world. So I, when I say communism, I mean how it actually shows up in the real world, which has, you know, never been a good thing in our experience, right? But so sometimes politics will creep in here or there, but I'm not here campaigning, hey, we need to, um, you, you know, push whatever issue, right? Pick, pick, and again, these are American issues because I don't know what the issues are in, in other countries. And, and I have listeners all over the world, so I'm not going to talk about American political issues for the most part because it's just not germane and this isn't the forum to do it. I talk politics and interact in political discussions in other venues with other people, but this is gaming. So for me, I just do gaming stuff. And you can have politics in your games and you can have religion in your games, but there shouldn't be culture wars and there shouldn't be shaming and, and trying to convert people to your religion and shaming people for the religion they believe in or shaming people for their political views. You, you know, the people, the callers of the show and I, no doubt, you know, hold different political views on different things. But that doesn't mean we can't have a discussion as adults and we can't enjoy gaming together, right? For, I mean, for the record, I need, I don't consider any of the political parties in the U.S. to really stand up for the rights of the little guy I, or the little gal. I, I really don't. I, I think both, I, I think our, our, the, in the U.S., our, our system, the two-party system is, is broken. The parties have too much power and neither, and they only look out for their own self-interests. They give lip service to different issues and, 
and, and, and they've changed stances over the years on which issues they support and which they don't. But for the most part, they're there to, to continue the party and the party's power, not the little guy. And I have a problem with that. So, you, you know, I won't, you'll never hear me say I'm proudly a member of this side or that side because I, I'm not. My views, I, some of my views are, are very liberal. Some of my views are conservative. Some of my views are in the middle. You know, I, I don't fit in the I don't fit in the in that peg of either party, but that that's not what this show is about or or the rants about. But that but I think, you know, I blabbed on for many hundreds of hours without what I consider talking politics, meaning the culture wars. So I guess it just depends how you want to define politics. Hey, Jason. On the politics thing, uh, I, I think that well, first you give a disclaimer saying that they're not the only place that you can buy. PDFs, then you say they're blocking his thing by not selling it. I think that's right there. You're, you're, you know, that seems incorrect to me or off base. So, yes, they're the biggest, but you know, you don't have the right to be anywhere you want to be. Stores have to decide what they put into their store, and I think that's totally fine. And no, the stores are not the news. They don't have to give both sides of every argument. People can make their own decisions on what they want to show and what they don't. That being the case, he can also, you know, I'm sure. Avengers not being quiet about this is probably where this came from. Uh, I don't know. I hadn't heard anything about it, really. Uh, I'm sure that he's going to rally people up to not buy from DirectRPG, and that's the, the, you know, that's the fallout they'll take for doing what they're doing. And that's, that's also fine because everybody has the right to choose what they want to put in their store. Everybody has the right to choose what stores they shop from. I just want to add to it. Uh, with, I would put a couple of exceptions in my mind. Uh, one is that if the RPG was saying, if they made a big announcement and said, we pulled this because his product is terrible and you should stay away from him, I think that's not cool and that's 100% bad. I would be sickened to hear that they did that. It doesn't sound like it. It sounds like from what you said, they just pulled one of his products because it probably got complaints and they're just looking at it and deciding if it falls within the realm of something they want to sell. I think that's totally legit. Uh, you know, if you think of something like the Satanic Panic, right, if we're going to go back to politics and D&D, you know, people were lying about stuff. And that's basically what was happening. They were twisting and lying. And that that is wrong. But if you are just saying we don't like his views, I think that's fine. Uh, you know, and not everybody has to like everybody's views, I guess, is the way I look at it. Hey, Daniel, thank you for the calls. I, I definitely appreciate your feedback. And I should have pre-written out and scripted that political editorial, and I didn't, as I said at the top of the show. And that'll come out very clear in Liren's call when she closes the show out. But as far as the idea that people can sell on other product platforms, 100%. One bookshelf is not a monopoly. It's easier than it. And I said during the editorial, it's easier to never start your own store. You have a ton, ton of other places you can sell. But let's be honest, cards on the table drive through RPG is the big boy in the block. That's where everybody goes. So if your product was on drive through RPG and they pull it, then you're going to lose money, period. And, I mean, it's just what it is. And, you know, and we have to be honest about that. That's not saying people don't have other options, but, you know, their choices are going to affect the bottom lines of the people that are selling PDFs in the RPG industry. You know, Evil Jeff got in, a, got in an argument with a guy on a Discord 
a while back. I'm not going to mention the Discord or the person he got in the argument with because I don't want to shame this person who has a company and who has he does Kickstarters and stuff. But they got in an argument because the guy was basically saying, you know, drive through RPG is a monopoly, and you know, if they do this or that, I won't be able to feed my family. And Evil Jeff was, you know, make say no, they're not a monopoly. You can sell other places. But the guy, you know, because of the influence Drive Through RPG has and the and the amount of sales there and the visibility there compared to other sites, it you know it would affect his bottom line. He was a little irrational in his argument with Evil Jeff, but you know he was making that point. And when you think about it, that it is a big deal. There's like I said earlier, there's a reason Steve Jackson Games, who's had a virtual you know, sales place that sells ebooks forever, you know, Warehouse 23 or E23 or whatever Steve Jackson Games in-house thing, there's a reason they now sell in drive-thru. And it's because drive-thru is much more visible and makes a lot more sales than their in-house, you know, website does. I mean, it's just what it is. But thank you for the calls. Really appreciate it. Okay, folks. Now we have M.W. Lewis of the Worlds of M.W. Lewis podcast returning to the podcast sphere. So sit down, grab your cup of coffee, and prepare to listen to his responses. And after that, we have Liren. Hey, Jason. Great show. I just listened to your call-in show, and it was really, uh, what really made the show fantastic is is my voice was once again being broadcast across the uh, podcast sphere. It was that was really exciting. It's been absent for a long time, and it and it, it gives me motivation to work on and finish my latest podcasts. So um, I'm just kidding, though. It's just a good show, but with or without me, always is. And uh, I I listened to the end, the comments on VTT. Enough said. Let's not beat the dead horse. Uh, but the politics stuff, uh, I got a few comments on that because I agree with you. Um, uh, I, and I would go even further than what you said, uh, and, and and I'm running out of time. So I I would your point is you don't want to see these this group drive through be one sided or not or really enter the political fray though you support their their uh, right to do it. But this is becoming a big big problem in in America and um. Uh, this and I know Trump was a controversial figure and 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 led to a lot of um you know the the Republicans call it Trump derangement syndrome others just call it uh, resistance to to him and but honestly um it's ruining this country this ultra politicalization of everything uh you know we have ultra MAGA so if we can have ultra MAGA then we have ultra politicalization of everything. From Disney to Netflix to Amazon to Twitter, it's just, it's mind-boggling. And uh, and now, and it has been in the RPG world, and I hate it. I just hate it. I don't honestly care what your political views are, or Minion's political views are, or anyone's political views are, when I'm in the RPG world. And you mentioned the guy, Venge, or something like that, and he's publishing modules that have political aspects to them. And I agree with you. That should be his right to do it. That is his right to do it. And I guess whoever runs RPG, drive through RPG, uh, has the right to not um, permit his items to be sold on their bookstore. But I got to say, I'm disappointed in both of them. 
I think as a bookseller or a place that's supposed to be just an outlet for people to sell material, I think RP drive through RPG ought to just keep their mind their own business. Uh, like you said, as long as it's not illegal, it should be allowed. Uh, we don't have censorship in the United States, and we shouldn't have it. Uh, now, that doesn't mean that uh, we don't control what children and stuff see, and I do support laws that could, you know, keep pornography and stuff away from children. But on the other hand, when it comes to adults, you know, the book selling outlet should sell. So, uh, I just think the bookseller should stay out of censorship. Sell the books. I got a book. Sell the book. Don't read the book. Sell my book. Let the let the let the marketplace decide if my book should be sold or not. Again, if it's illegal, then uh, there's take care of it. There's there's laws that should back you up. Now, as to the module maker, Wenger, I think you said his name is. I'm really not familiar with him, so I apologize. I don't know why you would choose to make a module or a game or something that's overtly political because that's going to limit your marketplace. But he certainly has a right to do it. I, I would not buy willingly or knowingly buy a game or a module for a game that was so overtly political, even if it was – I agreed with the message because I, I just wouldn't want to limit the people at the table. I play with a multi uh, – you know, I, I guess I would say – I guess I would say a multi-perspective crowd on my Monday night uh, AD&D game, for instance. And uh, my son played. All his friends have different political views than he does. So I don't want I don't want it to enter the game either way. I, I don't want to run. I wouldn't run something that I, I know the majority of my players would agree with or, or my friends would agree with. And I wouldn't want to run something that I know only a small fac fraction of them would agree with. I just want to run a game that we can have fun with. Just let's just have fun. Like l let's not make it political. I try I know the alignment system sometimes can be made uh, to, parallels could be made to the modern world and and then, you know, the the colors of the monsters and all can be drawn and it just stuff just gets it gets it's lunacy. It's lunacy. You know, just just play the game and have fun. Have fun. Stop worrying about all this stuff. And I'm making a point of starting to reject any media with a political slant. Uh, now, not news media or talk shows, things like that. I mean, you know, uh, streaming services. So I won't get Disney. I, I don't care for their entering into politics. And on the other hand, I'm not interested in uh, getting media or subscribing to media that would only push the uh, alternative view of politics. Uh, I'm trying to make a goal or an effort. Uh, and I even boycotted sports for almost two years because I get sick of the politics. Uh, and the only reason I got brought back in on the Sixers is because I think Joel Embiid is amazing and I just had to watch it. But otherwise, I don't watch sports anymore either. I just don't want to watch anything pushing any political message. I, I consume news. I consume analysis on my own. I don't need the NFL to provide it for me. And lastly, it was disheartening to me to hear that the, the material in question had to do with abortion, anti-abortion, pro-life, pro-abortion, whatever. I'm not even going to express my opinion on it. Um, because all i got to say is I've been dealing with this damn issue my whole life. If you went to high school in the 80s in this country, 
It's all you heard about. And there's certain segments of our society on both sides of the issue who vote singularly for this issue and this issue only. They will vote either side. Either side will vote for a mass murderer as long as they are either pro-choice or pro-life. And I'm just sick of this fucking issue. Excuse my language. I wish it would just go away. I don't even care anymore about it. Either way. I don't care. The Supreme Court can overrule it. The Supreme Court can support it. Every state can uh, outlaw it. Every state can make it legal. I don't even care anymore. I'm tired. So in reality, I wish I wish they'd just keep it legal with, with some limits. Because that's really the only way to make this issue go away. Uh, but honestly, I don't care. I, I just don't care. I, I don't read about this issue anymore. I don't want to hear about this issue anymore. I don't care at all about this issue. I'm sick of it. It's, this has been going on since the 80s, and it just is tiring and tiresome. And both party, both sides, in my opinion, are to blame for where we're at today. I think one side should have just left well enough alone. They got what they wanted, but they kept expanding and expanding what they wanted. And then the other side never gave up this idea that they were just going to totally banish it again. Um, but they kept getting poked. You know, federal funding, public funding, expanding how long you can do it. And all along, I don't even care. Either way, I just don't care. So that's it. I'm sick of that. So, you know, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of that issue. I just wish it would go away. Uh, I don't care if you play the last couple comments I made on that one political issue or not. I just want to get it off my chest. I don't want to hear about it when I'm playing in my games. I don't want to talk about it with my friends. I have friends who are deeply religious. I have other friends who are really fanatically for choice. And I don't, I don't want to talk about it with either side because I, I just don't care. I'm 51 now. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Who cares? It's a stupid issue. Let's move on. For goodness sakes, even after Constantine Christianized the Roman Empire, the father of the household for another century or two could could uh, say that a perfectly formed and born baby could be thrown out on the trash heap. I, I, I don't even know where this issue comes from, quite frankly. So I'm just sick of it. So take it easy, Jason. For the most part, the beginning of MW's message you know, the idea of separating your gaming from your politics and opening your table up to people of whatever political persuasion with whatever, you, you know, opinions on the issues and just playing the game and not talking about that stuff. I agree with that 100%. I can't agree with his specific opinions on the abortion issue, but that's not what I'm here to do. I play the calls I'm sent, but, and, and, the, and the next call that's going to close the show out from Liren also discusses her opinions on the issue. And, and again, normally I really prefer people not to send in their opinions on political issues. And, and I'm going to ask folks not to call and say, I, I'm with him and these are my opinions and I'm with her and these are my opinions. And this is my opinion on this other issue. And I, I, I really don't want to get into politics on the show, but I opened up the door I did it. It's Jason's fault. I did it. So because these are responses to, to something I said, I'm going to play them. But please, folks, don't continue this back and forth. I don't want 
the culture wars on my on my podcast. But it's not fair to have opened the door and not play these calls. So I am gonna so I played MW's calls, even though I don't totally agree with him. I'm gonna play Liren's calls. So this isn't uh you know, I'm not taking sides here, but at the same time, I'm not going to keep playing political calls. So let, let me, or political, I'm not going to keep playing calls that that are talking about the political issues as far as saying support the side or support the other side. Here's an argument for this side. Here's an argument for the other side. That's not my intention. Okay. Um, but I appreciate what MW is saying and I appreciate his frustration with it, I mean, his frustration is kind of like, and, and I'm not comparing abortion to elections. Let me make that clear. But, you know, elections are very important. Your local elections are very important. America is a constitutional republic, right? We The way America works is we vote in politicians, then politicians make decisions that affect our lives. So voting for politicians, your local politicians especially, is very important to you and your family. But I don't know anybody that doesn't get sick and tired during political during election season when all you have are campaign ads on the television all the time or on the radio or you get these robocalls on your phone and on your cell phone, vote for this candidate, hey, do this, do that, and you get all these mailers and junk mail and, and you get buried in it and you get jaded and you get where MW is with this, you know – where he, what he was talking about with abortion, he just doesn't care anymore. He doesn't want to hear about it. That's how we feel for elections because you get just – it's shoved in your face. And elections are super important. I, Anybody in America, I support and push and, and urge you to go vote, research the candidates. That's something Washington State did really good when I lived out there. They used to send us a mailer before the election, a physical – it was like a – it was like a, a, a little magazine. It wasn't a magazine. It was just paper, right? But And each candidate got like half a page, and they could put what they wanted, and you got the information. So you had the, this pamphlet. They It wasn't a pamphlet. Like I said, it was a booklet. It was like 48 pages. And, and they sent it out to you, and, and every candidate, the, the friggin' the, the, the Green Freedom Communist Party had their little thing in there, right? Every little friggin' party had their little thing in this pamphlet to push their – or not to push, but to – talk about their points. And I think that's great. I think you should research. I think you should vote. You need to take part in your local elections and take part in your local politics. But we don't want to see it 24-7 in the media and in our mailbox and on our phones, right? And and so I understand just wanting issues to go away. You know, and the election, I think, is something we can all agree on, the election cycle, where it's shoved down your throat constantly. And, 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 and you're like, I, I don't want to see it anymore. So I under I can I can see where you're coming from, MW. Believe me, I really can. Um, with, with you know wanting an issue just to go away or something just to go away. So so I get that. Again, I'm not comparing the the discussion of abortion to elections, but I understand being having hearing about something so much you don't want to hear about it anymore. I I do get that thought. But folks, please. Please don't call pushing certain sides of issues. That's not what this program is, and I'm not going to let this pro. I'm not going to let this podcast turn into that. So now we're going to turn to Liren. Liren is somebody that I've known for a number of years. I've played games online with Liren. I've talked to Liren. I've done recorded podcasts with Liren in the past. I've met Liren in person, right? So and, and Liren and I 
don't agree on all the political issues. There, there are a number of it. There are some things we do agree on, and there are a number of things we don't agree on. And that's okay. That doesn't mean I don't respect her as a person because I do. I don't have to agree with you on everything to respect you, right? And she took offense, rightly so, to the fact that when I was even so during my editorial, I talked about how you know I don't want to see one bookshelf taking stances in the cultural wars and picking sides and things like. And I forget I'd have to go back and re-listen, but, you know, effectively I said something like, I don't want them taking sides in issues like abortion and gun control. And so, and, and she gets, she's unhappy that I conflated the two. And that wasn't my intention. I was just saying like this example and this example and that example, but, but it sounded like I was putting gun control and abortion on the same level. And I, I can understand why she got offended by that. Whether she and I agree on the abortion issue or not, we do 100% agree that abortion is an issue that's more important than these other issues. Whether you're looking at it as the, the woman's right to control her body or you're looking at it as the life of that child and you know protecting the rights of that unborn child, regardless of which side you're looking at, both of those, either side of that, is more important than these other issues we talk about. Um, now, as an individual thing, now the uh, it's tough, right? Because all, all these political issues do matter at some point, but but there is something more to stake here when you're talking about life and you're talking about people's bodies. So, I I didn't mean to conflate the different issues and try to say they carry equal weight right in the same arena in different they're they're different things and they need to be looked at differently i agree with her on that stance i that doesn't mean i don't think the gun control debate is important but i understand what she's saying and so that's why i, I want to and and she she gave me the option she said you know you don't need to play these if you don't want to i just had to respond to you and and i think it's important to play her calls because you're hearing a woman's voice here you're hearing her opinion and she should be heard she has you know, I, I, I want you to hear what she has to say. So I'm going to just close the show out with Liren's calls. And uh, like I say, I, wh- whether I agree with what she's saying or not on the, the actual issue of abortion, I do agree with her that it is a separate thing. And I do apologize for making it sound like I was lumping it in with all these other issues because we need to look at these things separately. I agree with her 100 percent on that. So I, I want to make that clear. And I and I want you to hear what she has to say. So after Liren's call, we're just going to go to TJ's closing song. Um, thank you all. And again, if if you want to comment on something here, you can. I I really don't want the show to turn into a political debate. I don't want to have, you know, half an hour on DeSantis versus Disney or on people calling, giving pros and cons for different political s- stances. I, I I just don't want my show to be that. I want to talk talk about RPGs. In this episode, I'm letting all that happen because I opened the door. But hopefully after this episode, we can kind of put shove it back in the closet and lock that closet door. <laughs> I'm hoping. But you should deal with these issues and you should be involved in these issues. You should vote. You should be involved in these issues in other venues, not, not necessarily here and not necessarily at your gaming table, but 
you should be involved in these in other places and you sh- you should be trying to influence your 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 local politics and you should be involved there because it matters for you and it matters for your children so 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 get out there and get involved just don't talk about it here is is that hypocrit- hypocritical I'll, I'll i'll leave that to you but i next episode is actually going to be the award show so tune in we're going to do the award show for the nick cage um, movie contest. So there's that to look forward to. There won't be politics next episode. I promise you that. But, but Laren's a good person. I like Laren a lot and, and it's important to listen to her call. So we're going to let her close out. Hi, Jason. Laren again. Um, so I'm listening to your political rant and you are comparing the anti-choice pro-choice issue to the Second Amendment, and um, I, with all due respect, you know, I think you're awesome, and this is not anything personal, but as a woman, I find that highly offensive, highly offensive, Jason. You are talking about something where the government is trying to tell me what I can and cannot do with my body, as if it's the same as whether or not I have to be proven mentally competent to carry a firearm. I hope you can see that that is not remotely a direct comparison. You are welcome not to post this. For me, this falls under the category of it being easy for someone who is, you know, the majority, or at least people act like white males are the majority, thinking that everything is an an even playing field. You know, I don't know of a thing where the government wants to tell men what to do with their body, especially around something that could possibly kill them, other than making them wear a seatbelt in the interest of not killing them. Um, I guess I get why the abortion topic is hot. You know, the whole when does life start? I get it. I do. And I don't think there's ever going to be a full agreement on that. But I do not want to live in a country where my body is treated like an incubator for the golden seed. That I just, that is not a thing. And it is between me and my creator if I decide to end a pregnancy. It is no one else's business. I know you weren't looking for a discussion on the issue of abortion, and I don't mean to start one, but I I cannot not send you a message. That was a double negative, wasn't it? I mean, I just, I have to send you a message when I hear you comparing two things that are so different. It's just different. And, and I don't know if it's that, I mean, why would men understand that? You don't have anything like that in your life. There's nothing where you might have to do something for, you know, 10 months of your life that you're then responsible for the rest of your life. I mean, I, I don't know. I Like I said, I know you don't want a discussion of abortion, but please, please don't act like gun control and pro-choice, anti-choice rights are the same thing. Anyway, in the end, I understand what you mean about feeling like big companies are functioning as, well, really as gatekeepers because they end up, it feels like they're controlling access. But the fact of the matter is those people are welcome to go start their own company. That's America, man. Start your own company and do your own thing. I wish that more companies would be open and honest about their platforms or their 
you know, uh, policies and, and, and things like that. And I wish more of them would hold some sort of standard about, um, I don't know, a lot of things. Uh, when I hire somebody to do something, I would love to know that I'm supporting someone who doesn't go into a voting booth and act like I should be an incubator. You know, that wouldn't bother me at all. Um, I mean, I get that there's issues with that. I do. But in the end, that's, it's not the same as like if somebody says if they're a Republican or a Democrat to me. As an just a separate note, I absolutely understand you did not want to get into a debate about abortion, but I cannot stand the way people treat abortion like an issue that is similar to gun control, because to me, it just isn't at all. Even the death penalty isn't very similar to abortion to me. Um, and the death penalty is certainly an important issue too, you know? So anyways, I completely understand if you don't put any of my calls on your show. I realize you were not trying to have an abortion debate. I'm not trying to drag you into one. I just, I, I just really needed to let you know that it felt um, really unfair to me to compare abortion to any other issue like what party you're affiliated with or gun control. All right. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. Joke about your spouse, but the operator's screaming it's coming from inside the house. What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Well, the audience is pretty sure he took a pretty head, and the only question left is if I could shoot him dead. Bring on the gold, bring on the gold. I want some Is a dustman and your moil is by a tipper And I'm assuming that your partner back there in the wood chipper Don't look away Don't look away Don't look away Don't look away Well the zombies are arising and the world has gone to hell We're living for the dying and we're dying for the train wreck